0: My whole hammerhead was able to take my life. I have a hard head and all of that a bit more and I bit my teeth. i have having Lyme disease. I've never even had a Lyme disease, actually. I'm just, You can follow the sure poetry everywhere. Help, help, But I hope I get it. And you can continue. I make a great podcast on the about the team, find it. And only my hammerhead was able to take my life. I have a heart, head, heart, head. And <laughs> only was able to take my I have a heart, head, heart, head. And only my to take my I have a heart, head, head, <laughs> or with a, a bit more tea. Uh, you know, i a disease. I've never even really disease, actually. And then you can follow. But I hope I get I must, I must find it. Yo, finally!
1: Hey, welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. It's me, Gary Otto, with Uva Ball. Welcome.
0: Hi. We tried a lot to to <laughs> to find an appointment. But it never worked out. But now it works out. What is good? We are
1: here. Yes, I know. It's been it's been a crazy couple days, uh, but we are here. Uh, you know. You know what I w- I've I've been thinking a lot about this this week, and I wanted to hear your opinion on it. So, this actress Julia Fox and Kanye West. Do you think she, I think she's allowing herself to be used by this guy so she can further her acting career? What do you think?
0: Absolutely, and uh, in a way, it's the same with Pete Davidson. You uh, know, yeah. like, like, I,
1: I ba- barely have heard of Pete Davidson. I don't watch SNL. I know, I know who he is, but now he's gonna his fame is skyrocketed,
0: don't you think? But look, no, he dated Ariana Grande too, so yeah,
1: he's
0: no. a- She'd he's like a male me. gold digger, right? So he tries to basically uh, whatever date very famous woman, and yeah. it looks like for me he likes it to be only walking around with bodyguards and paparazzi around you, because that is the life you have with a with a Kardashian uh, or with an Ariana Grande. They actually can never go anywhere anymore uh, as a as a normal citizen, you know. And he's just this kind of cheesy, uh, not great actor, he's not somebody who comes out of SNL like Will Ferrell or John Belushi, whatever, who 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 turns into a big megastar, star. You know, so now he just dates very, very rich, uh, f- famous woman. And I think that he thinks he, he has a higher market value with it.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, but Kate Beckinsale, he did Kate Beckinsale from Underworld. I remember that. So he's I don't know maybe he's fucking packing some like 10 inch dick or something because he looks like a fucking crack
0: addict or something <laughs> no I, I know that he was addicted right so he he had uh, drug problems and yeah but maybe pff, there are a lot of girls say or women they like this kind of bad boys you know and uh, they go for it so it is it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, I think we have bigger problems on the planet. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I just
1: I thought that that would be a great start because that's the stuff that everybody's on the on, that everybody's really focusing on. Meanwhile, in the background, the, the world is falling apart, and you can start with that, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what's happening is. Uh, the German uh, foreign uh, Secretary of foreign Annalena baerbock is in Ukraine and now in Russia trying in any uh, um uh, yeah in any way to uh, get Russia off the border of Ukraine and uh I hope she's not like too much going on a confrontational way um I hope uh, she should basically uh, try to really negotiate so that both sides have something from it. Uh, I discussed that here also in our German podcast, where it was Kai Blasberg, it's uh, be- because, I mean, you cannot just go in a uh, in a negotiation and it's not a negotiation. If, if you don't negotiate, like, for example, at that all the time when you sell films, right? So if somebody buys a film, makes an offer, yeah. Uh, there, you know, like, so you make an offer, you make a counter offer. You say, look, uh, maybe you can pay fifty grand more or whatever. That is a negotiation, you know. And then you have also people coming in in the in the sales suite. Like when you sell a film, they say, look, I give you five thousand bucks for Brazil for that film. That is it. I will not offer more. It's a flat deal. I will never pay you overages or whatever. It's five thousand. You want to sell it or not? Boom. But that is basically what the government's trying to do with Russia, but it shouldn't be okay. It shouldn't be allowed. It should be not, like, uh, okay, basically. You know, it's it's ridiculous that we allow this uh, uh, to, that, that Biden comes up with this kind of, uh, you know what? We, sanct- we sanction you to death and you go away from the Ukrainian border and if you go away from the ukrainian border we still sanction you to death and that was it. end of the negotiation i mean for this you don't have to meet because who can accept that terms yeah i would accept that terms if i would be putin
1: so well, putin has a very strong hand right now um because i think that he he has russia is not the way it was in the 80s anymore like russia is uh, technologically up to par, generally speaking. Uh and they're they're they've taken all this time to prepare themselves. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that we should take it seriously. I think people are so Russia's like a sleep sleeper sleeper. Russia's a sleeper. Like they they look, we we have taken in, uh for granted the fact that they've been there um preparing and waiting for all this time and I think it's long, long gone are the days when we could um, bully and expect them to cower down. I think that they're at a point where we have to have a co-equal partnership in some way. Otherwise, they're going to continue to try to grow and just say, this is in our own best national interest. And it's, of course it is. So they want to be just as powerful and influential as the United States. So I see the goal. And they're thinking long-term. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Look, you have, for example, uh, if you look at the, the gross sales from Russia, right? They have 1.4 billion uh, a gr- a gross sales. Uh, a trillion in, in U.S. A trillion in in U.S. is the total gross sales of the whole country. Okay. So, uh, so uh, USA has 20 billion. Okay. So, so it means the U.S. is 10 times stronger uh, in regards of uh, uh, the, the, all the produced goods, basically. Right. So, yeah. but military wise. Uh, so Russia is on position 11 in the world. U.S. is one. China, two. Japan, three. Germany, four. India, five. UK, six. France, seven, Italy, eight, nine, Brazil, ten, Canada, eleven is Russia. So and uh, so it feels like Russia is a total like uh, defenseless, like not so great country. But the reality is the military power from Russia. They have more nuclear bombs as the U.S. and the military power is only comparable to U.S. and China. So We have to take them serious. They can make they can do serious damage to Ukraine and everybody. So and and that is what I what I feel like. And and we cannot always handle it like uh, they are blackmailing us, you know, because who uh, who said that the US can buy all the weapons they want and have that enormous military power like like uh, they would say we are a free country. We do whatever the fuck we want. Okay, but how can you say? uh whatever India or the UK or Russia are not also free countries you know I think that is always this kind of biased bullshit from the US in all that years that as soon somebody else is doing something where that specific country benefits from it's rigged or it's not okay or it's dangerous for world peace but the U.S. also proved that they're very dangerous for world peace. <laughs> actually, in the last 50, 60 years, with all the the the, the escalations in the, in the Middle East and Latin America and and and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so it's, it's,
1: it's, that's embarrassing as an American. I hate to say that, that it feels so politically unstable. I think that we're on a rockier ground now than we've ever been, but. The fact that yeah. we can't fucking agree on a
0: game plan—it's so embarrassing. No, but it's also embarrassing. I think that uh, uh, Biden should meet Putin, and not like some pawns like you never saw on TV before meeting. You know, because if if you send to a to a to a meeting where it's about like peace and no war, uh, like third grade losers. Of course, they don't start negotiating for real because they have no power. You know, if you send like a state secretary of whatever, like an assistant secretary to negotiate with Russia, what should he offer? He has no like power to offer anything more as it is written on his piece of paper when he lands there. Yeah. You know, he would always have to say, okay, if I have to uh, they have to talk to the president to to make that happen. Right. So and I think it's time now. For, for the U.S. And, and Ukraine to just meet and talk on the highest level, personal. Like with have a Ukraine dinner or dinner. with Russia? With, with no, with Russia, Russia, with Putin, because okay. the, Ukraine. the Ukraine doesn't really matter because the Ukraine are basically victims in that whole thing, right? So they are like the country who would get just taken. And and uh, they can fight and fight and fight. But if nobody helps them, Russia will win the war. Well, yeah,
1: there used to be back in the day that Ukraine was like this place that it was part of Russia or it was where all the Russians went for like their summer vacations on the beach or something like that. Something something of like very close ties. And at some point they separated. And Russia kind of still views them in this old school viewpoint, like that used to be ours. That's ours, and we're going to take it back because it belongs to us. And it was unjust in the first place that it was taken away from us. So that's the politics of Russia's um, rhetoric as to why they believe that they're owed uh, the Ukraine. So,
0: yeah, but 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 I mean, I know a little uh, more in a way about the Ukraine uh, yeah. because friends of mine. Uh, worked there and they said, so first of all, around 25% of the population in Ukraine is Russian. Yes. So means you have a huge minority, but a huge one are Russian and they want to be together with Russia. So now you have already basically only 75% of the people Don't want to be together with Russia, but 25% of the people want to be together with Russia. So then, uh, because it's at the ocean, they did exactly what you said. There was like a big, big, because it's also the warmer, like it's going down to uh, Romania and stuff, Moldavia. So you have a very nice uh, ocean, a warm ocean in summer. So the Russians want to go there for holidays. And they didn't want. To, to lose it also during the uh, Ukraine said now we're independent and uh, we don't let, let Russians anymore in so the Russians were always negotiating trying to to uh, that they have travel possibilities to Ukraine so but that is not all because Ukraine is also the only uh, water uh, haven where Russia could put boats in the water basically in the south right so means like when you see the land map uh, the Krim... Is the big military harbor where the whole Russian Navy was always stationed. And, yeah, and, and they wasn't... have
1: like a lot of trading there. There's a lot of money to be made with the trade in the map.
0: Yes. Yes. And they never, and Russia never gave the Krim up. So they they still have the Krim. And Ukraine says it's ours. You, you have to get away from there. But Russia said, we can't. I mean, what do we want to do? We try, We carry our ships to Siberia or what? I mean, it's it's over. Like, they need that haven for everything. Yeah, no, I know that, yeah.
1: that, that, that that's, like, where the oil comes from. There's a whole bunch of shit, and whoever controls that um, port controls all the fucking shit. I hear you. Yeah, I have yeah. one friend over there. I have one friend who I thought he was Russian, Because you're right. A lot of people there speak Russian. uh, And um, I'd say that he was once very pro-Putin, but I think that recently not so much. They see Russia more as the aggressors because they saw how many people died uh, last time when they
0: invaded, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's, it's a very political, uh, unstable situation, but it's also not like a crystal clear situation, right? It's not like, for example, Russia uh, attacks Brazil and wants Brazil. That would be a crystal clear situation where in Brazil are no Russians. It's far away from Russia. They had never anything to do with each other. And it would be a poor, aggressive move. So but here with the Ukraine and Russia, it's not easy like this. It's a lot of culture together, a lot of room together, where they live together for hundreds of years. And uh, so, and to now, because what Ukraine did, of course, is the Russians, the 25% Russians uh, living in the Ukraine now, are completely basically uh, getting, in a way, pummeled, right? They're not getting treated fairly. Yeah, they they yeah, so and that is also like a move what Ukraine because they hate Russia it, it did as a revenge, you know. So but I think that is also not how you get friends or how you, uh, you know, like Putin could always say, I have to save and defend the millions of Russians in Ukraine. That is the reason I have to help them. So he always could have an, an, an almost uh, an excuse why he would do a, a, a military action and so you know and that is the thing where um where things getting messy and i think also that should be part of the negotiations you know that uh, they basically say that is what it is. We we give the Russians in the Ukraine full authority that they can have a political party, for example, that they can have their own schools where you have like Russian language only, whatever. You know, like you have to help them a little. And, and uh, I, yeah,
1: but... Putin is afraid that if he gives them autonomy and he lets them be, that they'll just join NATO, like you said. Uh
0: uh, yeah no of course but they they the NATO Putin doesn't want that they join NATO so and he wants a guarantee from the NATO that they don't take Ukraine yeah, and I would yeah. I would give them that guarantee and, and because thing
1: that makes it fucked up dude is that they're all one people like you said so Putin shouldn't be fucking using them as pawns to die it's like
0: ugh. yeah no it's also I mean Putin is a dictator and he gives a shit about it uh, 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 Let's say uh, uh, lives, right? Lives. Yeah. People are all
1: so co-mingled that the U- the line between the UK and Russia is so blurred that when twenty five thousand people die or something or some high number of people die, that's essentially like uh, like our own community. Like let's just say one day la la la, we've lived here forever, yada yada yada. Then one day, boom. It's all political show, but the casualties are our own people. It shouldn't be that way. Uh, just, just to make progress, it shouldn't, uh, he's so ham fisted with the, with the military politics that too many people get killed in the wake of him making a point. I just think, I think that the tactics are kind of brutal. And I think that we read about it on the news, but we're not really getting it, that it's just, that's a horrible, cruel way to bullishly get what you feel that you deserve on Putin's part.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, uh, it's, it's um, of course, and it, I mean, you know, I had a lot of discussions here uh, about it too, but the reality is not the whole world will transform into uh, Woodstock hippies only because we want it. Yeah. You know the re- the reality is, and it's uh, uh, basically a, a problem. Of course, the reality is that uh, there are a lot of countries under the control of dictators, uh, of like tribes, of uh, total uh, Islamistic crazy people, and so on. And that's you not going to. Do you think that that's always going to be? No, I no, I hope it will change, but how can that change? For example, how can Africa change? Africa can only change through education and economic help. You know, I mean, as long you have in, in Africa, basically, if, if you get a thousand soldiers together, uh, you, you can dominate Congo or whatever, as long that is possible, they will continue with this kind of leadership. And, yeah. and so, I mean, you need to, but it doesn't help also, that we just give money and then the dictator steals the money, for example, right? So if we say we support a country and give aid, then we should go in there and give real economy aid, but also, for example, bringing teachers in, bringing, uh, um, you know, br- bringing this kind of more Western technology plus Western philosophy in. Yeah, we need, need to improve their way of
1: life at a core level for them to really improve.
0: Yes, you know, and I think that is very, very uh, uh, important that we continue like this. Um, it is otherwise we just uh, f- always need to adjust to this kind of countries and need to handle them. And, and the reality is, for example, look at the, the Saudis and all that countries. They are cruel. They are like uh, people killing people and so on. But we suck up to them because they have the oil and it's big bucks involved. So with Russia or North Korea, it's more this kind of like uh, competitors because the Russians sell oil, they sell gas, right? But other countries, too. So we like the West is not really deep interested in all of this. Uh, They they just want to damage Russia and keep Russia small and keep Russia weak. But I think that's the wrong strategy. I, I think the best strategy is uh, like, in a way, the capitalism, like what Adam Smith said, like, you know, like when everybody, when everything grows, you grow too. I mean, it's not, It's I'm not talking about the triple down economy, what Trump will, uh, did or whatever, like giving tax breaks to the rich and other people have no more money. But the overall theory is, of course, true. You can give only free healthcare or free schools, of, you know if the country makes enough money yeah then you can then you can afford it otherwise you can't you know so otherwise you basically uh, like in a poor country um, you can give free healthcare where but wait but there's no healthcare it's just you get advil and that was it against all diseases because there's no doctor who has any clue what to do there is no you know i mean it's very simple as uh, countries with more money have better healthcare the question is only how many people can use it uh, for free for example or not for free but for cheap and some people uh, uh, have to pay full price because they make more per year uh, uh, in, in in their income. So you know there are so many aspects to it. But the the, the long story short, it's uh, we have with Corona two years behind us. They are horrible for the whole world. Uh, we have so much economic uh, uh, downfall basically. There's so much economic crap going on, and. Um, I, I think we, we cannot, we don't want now, after the Afghanistan war was finished in a tragic way, uh, we don't want more wars. It's not an option anymore to actually shoot each other on a country level. Think about how absurd that is. Yeah. I mean, think about the, you live in Ukraine, whatever, you go to the bank and work. I mean, Ukraine is not a total third world country, right? So, the, I mean, they have cars and everything. I mean, it's, it's like a typical, like Romania, like Bulgaria. So a civilized country, not on the level of like Western Europe, but they are civilized. So and then whatever they're rolling actually tanks from the Russians in. Mm-hmm. And so you have two options. You fight them, you die. Or you don't fight them, but then what? What's the point from Russia? Do they think that that 30 million Ukrainian guys would just live then there under Russian occup- occupancy, like that? You know, like like slaves? Yeah. I mean, it's like that. You cannot, as Russia, also seriously believe that you will get ever the Ukrainian people. On your side so you will be always a total enemy in that country and there will be terror attacks and there will be civil war and there will be sanctions from all the west against russia that pipeline with germany will never get uh, used uh, they never sell any more gas to western europe uh yeah so congratulations putin and now i mean what the fuck, you know and but that is why 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 they don't talk to putin like this why there is nobody who says it how I say it right now?
1: You know, I think that right now, just uh, our entire political system has been. is st- because. It's at the heart it was it was designed at, uh, to be the heart of the entire global community, like our modern global community, for whatever reason, the United States is at the forefront of this. So the de- destabilization. Under Trump and all this whole infighting that we have going on, the stuff that's still going on today, has made it so our responses are slower. We're behind in so many ways. You know, we're in debts because of these economic devastations that happened under COVID. It had a world effect. And Putin realizes right now is the time to do this shit because, you no, know, you're right. Nobody wants a war. And nobody's really prepared for one because of how fucked up everything has gotten. The shockwaves of our destabilization is being felt. And that's why the global community is thinking hey, they're rethinking their relationship surrounding the United States as the focal point because of how unstable we've been. They're like, is this really a smart move that we place bets of our entire world peace on the United States' ability to communicate and function? we have to fucking prove them wrong we've got to fucking really get it together we've got to shake this trumpism gop like anti-democratic thing if it was democratic i'd be like okay republicans want it fair and square but the problem there is is that they're trying to do it in a dirty way and those shockwaves will be felt even more you know putin putin is acting now while he can
0: yeah no, I totally agree. It's uh, the U.S. is is not a stable country anymore. The midterms coming this year. After this, you will have have maybe total mayhem. You know, and yeah. uh, and and, you know, you, and that is the thing. Is also one of the reasons I think Europe should just negotiate that whole thing without the U.S. No.
1: You know, I think because... that
0: we, we, oh, fuck, the, the the repercussions of this are
1: so permanent. I think everybody is playing, everybody is, is delaying because to not include the U.S. is such a huge, huge change from the way things have been. Yeah. And, and look, I'm, I'm all cruel. Pro- a clouded future. I don't like
0: it. No, I don't like it also. all. So I'm a big fan of the NATO I'm a big fan of uh, uh, European, U.S. free trade, you know, free travel, free trade. I'm a big fan of it. But that all started uh, under Trump to erode. You know, there was like Trump was able in four years to piss everybody off outside of the U.S. in a way that uh, besides the Saudis or dictators, Putin likes Trump, right? But Western Europe felt from Trump belittled blackmailed tariffs came on everything Mm -hmm. you know he didn't had a dialogue he just said this is it bye bye
1: the problem is if he felt personally disrespected if he didn't feel that they were kissing his ass basically because he's king trump then he tried to punish them he he used the same little fucking petty tactics that he does to try to punish people in business in politics and the damage is huge.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we will, we will uh, observe and see, and uh, hopefully uh, things getting quieter. There was an article about Corona from Canada yesterday, where, and it's funny because they backtracked on it already, but it was a clear from the Canadian government uh, made study, and it showed that. Two vaccines are not protecting you from Omicron. Which one? You know what? Which vaccines? No, whatever. Moderna, Beyond Tech. Like was not the, if you if you're two times vaccinated and didn't get the booster.
1: Oh, I get you. Okay. You know,
0: so if you didn't get the booster, you were basically uh not really protected. Uh, to not get Omicron, yes, you were still good protected that Omicron will not kill you, but it was also not uh, uh, really protecting you, and um, and the booster was also only basically a 50-50 chance to not get Omicron. So only the Omicron vaccine, what is now from BioNTech Pfizer coming out in in April, is specifically made against Omicron and will have a 95-96%. Uh, um basically power that you don't even get omicron but every a- a- a expert says uh after this time uh let's say april we're done with omicron they all think omicron is so fast going through the population and uh that it's it's basically uh Almost senseless to get vaccinated in May against Omicron because in May is good weather. Nobody has uh, Corona anymore. The numbers will be super low, and Omicron went through the whole population. I don't know you about know? that though, because
1: in the summertime is when everybody goes to the beach and shit, you know. Yeah, but outside
0: is good. If you're outside, you're you're not catching it so easy as inside. In winter, you're everywhere inside, and I, I mean, you're in Miami is. Remember- Different, but in in the rest of the world, I mean, if you would live now in New York, you don't want to be outside. So I mean, you know, it's like Toronto has like a blizzard everywhere. Uh, Europe, is, it has winter. We have zero cells. You see it right now. So I mean, it's it's of course you're more inside and you get more uh, infected. So uh, you know, I, I mean, don't trust that people here
1: because I've seen how people act here. They'll be outside and they'll fucking be standing shoulder to shoulder coughing on each other, picking each other's noses and shit. I mean, not necessarily, I mean, maybe, but... but.
0: <laughs> no, no. As you see, the numbers out in Florida are high, right? So, uh, But Omicron went so fast, so big in Europe. I think about it, on the peak of the Delta, France was, uh, I think, on 80,000 infections a day. Now on the peak of Omicron, France has 250,000 a day. So, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's Germany boosted a lot of people. So we are right now on 90,000 a day, but 90,000 was on Delta, almost the highest Germany ever had on in a day in infections. But now it goes quicker, it goes faster, even if uh, 73% of the population are twice vaccinated and 40% of the vaccinated are already boosted. So uh, it, it it is crystal clear the the, the vaccine doesn't stop Omicron properly. So it's still no other option. It's, it's better to get vaccinated as not, but it's also like not really like the final solution here. And, and a lot of uh, uh, virus experts now say Omicron is so harmless in a way that it's maybe even better. We get the, that, that herd immunity through Omicron.
1: You know, you know, I, I just want to bring up something really interesting that, you know, that girl that I said that I went on a date with. Yeah. The picture. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a date with her. And, you know, she's she's pretty interesting. I and mean, we're going to go on another date. But she told me something really interesting regarding COVID. Now, let, let me just tell you this story. This is like yeah. a, a, an example of Americans. Now, she works at a hospital and she cares for the elderly. She has yeah. two kids with a guy who used to be in the army. Now the guy he sits at home all day watching Fox News and all that shit. So he thinks what well, she said that when the when COVID first hit, he was like, Don't worry, there'll be a vaccine soon. But he says that she says that in all that time, now he's like, the vaccine's bad, it's gonna kill them. And he's even tried to threaten to take the kids away from her, which she probably wouldn't be able to do. If she got them vaccinated, so the kids are not vaccinated even if she is, and I was just like to her, that's such a horrible because she's like it's a it's an inevitable it's an inevitable thing that COVID the kids are going to catch it, especially in a school setting, and it doesn't make any sense the logic. Think about it the the dad doesn't want the kids to get exposed to the COVID vaccine because he thinks that it's harmful, yet if they got COVID, there's no way that she's not going to treat them. She's going to get that pill. So the kids, one way or the other, are going to get exposed to the COVID vaccine. She's not just going to sit there and watch them die. So what the fuck? Why would they wait until it's the very last minute to get the kids vaccinated? So I, she says she might just do it and say it's the cold, you know, just lie uh, to, to, to the kids so the dad doesn't find out. Because it's like, it will touch each of us. It will. Th- and who wants to see their kids die a painful fucking death?
0: You know what I mean? It's just, no, I of course. So, so I mean, bad. Walter was yesterday vaccinated, but not, uh, they didn't actually have the BioNTech stuff there. So he got vaccinated against hepatitis and uh, tick bites. And he's on the list now to get vaccinated with BioNTech in three weeks. But he is sick today. He's thrown up. He has diarrhea. He doesn't oh. feel. Yeah. No,
1: so, no. Does he Does he have COVID, man? I hope
0: not. Yeah, but look. Yesterday, he was twice tested. And <sighs> I was tested to, to, to get to the doctor. And it's, it was no COVID, right? He was not in school today. So the question is how he should get COVID then. But you never know. You know, that's the thing. It's like what, But that's what I mean with Omicron. Uh, it's like... Uh, You can test yourself till you have it, basically. But I I think we have not a lot of chances to uh, get through Omicron. Uh, Hopefully, like we, like all like vaccinated three times, uh, hopefully we get through Omicron uh, without even getting it that we had it. You know, but I don't think there is a lot of, I, I mean, one minute talk. If you send one minute in front of somebody and he talks to you for one minute, you have Omicron. That was with Delta that took 15, 20 minutes. And now it's so quick that you're infected. I mean, how you want to not get infected if you go to the supermarket? Of course, you have your mask on, but still. Yeah, particles
1: linger. Guys, you know when you see like dust in the air and shit? Think of it like that. That stuff just spreads everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's it's so quick everywhere in the, especially in the schools. You have in the schools just no chance. The kids have masks off, but then they put them half half down, and they, I mean I cannot even sit. I could not sit in school for six week, six hours a day with a mask on. But I but just...
1: dude, imagine imagine the. I want you to put yourself in this scenario. Imagine you and Natalie are living a great life. You're married, blah blah blah. You have kids, just like now. But imagine that one day she wakes up and she becomes a Trump supporter and she's like a vaccine denier. Imagine that scenario. There's so many Americans here that are dealing with that right now. What would you do?
0: <laughs> it would be all over. No, uh, I mean, I know people, uh, I know stories from people. They uh, totally um, uh, like uh, started hating each other. Marriages fell I- apart. I love
1: Natalie. Don't tell me. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. No, no, but but, I mean,
0: she, as you know, like a few years ago, she liked Trump from the apprentice, right? So, apprentice. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. No, she liked Trump. And then when he turned president and all this stuff came out about him, like the pussy grabbing, she less and less liked him. And uh, then later, when she just saw what he did as the president, she hated him. And, uh, I mean that is the reality and and uh, I don't think she will ever love Trump again but she has personal friends and I know people also they totally yeah. are anti vaxxers they totally that not getting vaccinated and there you have also two different characters so you have the one full on QAnon like out of their mind people you know the the great reset blah 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 all that stuff comes in up the Hillary Clinton the Bill Gates or you have also Uh, unvaccinated people they just really believe that the vaccination is harmful for you not tested out enough or not really working and i mean the third part not really working is unfortunately almost real i mean we have to face it when they told us you get twice vaccinated you're done that is what they told us yeah, but it's not the fault and- of the vaccine. It's the fault of fucking the people who aren't getting
1: vaccinated. It's no, still- no. COVID.
0: Yeah, but you cannot really say that. That like because then you would need it with a double vaccination, a total no COVID strategy, right? So it means like you have to do like what what they did in Wuhan. Then they, you shut it down. Everybody gets vaccinated, and then you have zero COVID there. Yeah,
1: yeah that would be great. I
0: love that. I know, but how want you to do it? I know, but in, but in immigration and, and travel countries like in Europe, like in US, how you want to keep it this way? If if well, like eight percent of the of the world is not really vaccinated right now, I mean, look at the, uh, uh, the whole like Asia, Africa, you have uh, a lot, a lot of unvaccinated uh, 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 situations there and countries there. So, do so you want to
1: travel? You know, that's really interesting, actually, that you brought this up, because think about it. It sounds like that's their best bet. It sounds like if a country was to lock down every six months for a couple weeks, everybody in that community would go down to zero. And even though it would eventually go up slightly because they would be exposed to a world audience, it would make it slower and it would fit it out just a little bit. If every country had a little tiny lockdown every six months, that would probably thin out the numbers because it'll never be zero worldwide ever again. But people would fight that as like, whoa, we're giving up our freedoms. But I'm trying to think of a strategy, and that's
0: a brilliant strategy idea. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the total lockdowns and travel restrictions, they, of course, help. But on the other hand, I think also that COVID, in a way, stays uh, with us like the flu. Yeah, it will. But the lockdowns, you know? No, no, yeah, no but I know. But what I hope is that it moves more into the not so dangerous variations. What we have now, yeah. Omicron is clearly not so dangerous as Delta. Let's say after Omicron, the next one is oh, even God. only half as dangerous as omicron then becoming really down because look at the hospitalization numbers look at the numbers who dies it's not a lot it's it's way for the for the amount of infected people the death rate is only like 20 percent from what it was and i think that it's it, the death rate is so low uh, yes because a lot of people are vaccinated and getting omicron but also because Omicron is not so heavy. it doesn't go so fast in your lung. it it, it, it stays in like a uh, like a head flu right you cough you uh, yeah. have a running nose, you have headaches you know like you have neck pain and also diarrhea like what water has for example. so but it, it doesn't get so fast in your lung as Delta did. So, And that alone is a good a good uh, uh, development uh, because the one point for all the shutdowns was, of course, we have to shut it down because the ICUs are too full. That was the main point why you have to shut things down because the, the hospitals couldn't handle it anymore. So,
1: Well, yeah. in the U.S., we're getting back to that point. I mean, like that girl that I'm dating, she works at a hospital and she was just talking to me about how stressful and sad and fucked up it's been for them as people who work at hospitals to have to constantly find room for guests for for people who need care when there simply isn't any fucking room and then having to see and be exposed to all of the death it sounds like it really fucks with you just just a bit you know
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, but Will Sanderson here, my buddy, he is uh, uh, in intensive care in Bellingham. And and he said there are way less uh, corona patients than it was with with way more infections, but they are not getting in in the ICU. They're coming, they're getting antibiotics, they're getting a pill, whatever.
1: The difference between areas is astounding. What it's like here in Florida is not how it is in New York. For example, I talked to my sister. She says, yeah, the hospitals are fine. But here in Florida, things are still fucked up. So I don't know, man. It's different in different areas of the country, I guess.
0: Yeah. So I just got, so because we almost have to finish, but I just uh, uh, got here. So the Baerbock, the German foreign minister, she met the Russian foreign minister, and she said, we're totally open for talks together let's try to uh solve that whole problem with ukraine on the table on the uh, negotiation table and not on the uh on the uh war in a war yeah and, I yeah so <laughs> and uh she uh, uh she said she wants good relationships to russia but uh uh because they can cooperate in, in uh, economy and all kinds of stuff, clim- climate change, etc., cetera, et cetera. Uh, so she said we should work together. But she said also that uh, the threat Russia put on everybody in moving 100,000 soldiers right to the border, to the Ukraine, is a clear, like fuck you to all of us and basically she said that then Europe and then the US have no other choice as uh uh, to sanction the shit out of Russia it sounds like world war three in the making no no no, I but I think she made the, the right approach here uh because of course you have to say like that what you do there uh Putin is not the way it will work with us You cannot just say, I put 100,000 people on the border, now uh, lift all sanctions and open the pipeline to Germany uh, or we're marching into Ukraine. That is blackmail. And that is, uh, of course, not acceptable. So, but I think think she did a very uh, 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 good move to crystal clear say, uh, let's find a diplomatic solution so that we uh, have security in Europe and uh, economic uh, growth. So and I think that is the right approach. But that has to continue now on the highest level. You know, that has to be like she has to go away. And the German Chancellor needs to come. Biden needs to come and it has to get uh, uh, solved the problem. You know, So so, so, so sanctions will solve the problem. No, no. I think sanctions will be a total disaster because it forces Putin basically to make more shady deals or to blackmail Ukraine or whatever, cut the electricity down from them or whatever. Like he will do more horrible things. So So I think uh, no sanctions. I would say to Putin, uh, let's uh, let's have a thirty days window. We don't do any more sanctions against Russia, Uh, and if we after that. after the 30 days, if we find a solution for for Ukraine and everything and your troops going away during, like move the troops away from the border right now, and then we all meet and, uh, 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 you know, and then we uh, we negotiate it and then we also start using your pipeline and you finally make some money. Okay, but I have to stop now because uh, Walter has to go to online schooling because he's at home today. So uh, I have to...
1: Okay. I hope GoTee Go- feels better. Thank you. We'll see you next time, guys.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.